What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. A while back on our High Society with Paxton Quigley program, we had a chance to meet the folks at Ethos Cannabis. And that would be the CEO, Teddy Scott, PhD, and Dr. Brooke Worcester, who came on and we were talking about uh, research that we're doing with Thomas Jefferson University. Uh, a lot of things when it came to uh, clinical trials and a lot of things that were being done in terms of being that for the first time in the United States, there was a cannabis producer that was partnering with academic researchers. We go forward to today, a lot of things are going on, and there's a lot of expansion and growth within Ethos Cannabis. And joining me right now is their Vice President of Marketing, uh, Blandine Jean-Paul, joining us here on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for being on with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. really appreciate you having a chance to be here. Absolutely. So the latest news we have right now is that you, Ethos Cannabis is now launched in Massachusetts, what are called ritual-style pre-rolls. And... <laughs> You're headquartered in Philadelphia, and right now you have pre-rolls that are available in stores and select retailers in Massachusetts, and these ritual-style brand of pre-rolls are developed in three-day parts in mind for morning, midday, and evening consumption, the headliner's opener, the headliner's intermission, and the headliner's showstopper. So talk to me about the real move for these products and you know, the response you've gotten so far of having this particular we almost like to see like a one-a-day regimen, but now you have a three-a-day regimen here. Right. Talk to me about that. Well, actually, it, it's actually one of those things that I did some research here in Massachusetts um, a year ago, and we tried to understand what were the things that would drive um, consumption of cannabis. As you know, it's mm-hmm. still miss. It's, it's it's a bit of a challenge. We're trying to demystify cannabis usage. We're trying to understand, you know, how would people add it to their repertoire and feel comfortable with cannabis. And one of the things that came up in the research that we did was that ritual, like cannabis in the morning, cannabis in the afternoon, cannabis at night, people had different reasons for accessing cannabis throughout the day. Um, and they would gravitate towards something that actually was built with that in mind. So, uh, And so that's one of the reasons why this brand, the headliners, is so important to us, because we looked at how do we bring strains to the table that if you were to you know, use cannabis in the morning, 
you know, it gives you a different euphoria that gets you started and gets you gets gets you into your day. Um, the midday, the the hybrid that we have, the the second tier, is kind of that balance. A lot of times, people look at cannabis, um, you know, accessing it at some point during the afternoon just to keep them going to get them into the next phase of the day. Uh, and then we all know what cannabis is usually famous for is that you know evening cannabis, like the nightcap, the one that relaxes you, helps you unwind. Um, and gets you, you know, into that mood to kind of get a restful night's sleep. So, you know, we knew that the consumers that have talked about this, they want cannabis that fits into their lifestyle. And these pre-rolls are the ones that we we felt were the be- best way for us to play into that because we could naturally lean into very common names like hybrid, sativa, and um, indica, but then with a twist of really having our grow team focus on making sure that those dominant qualities um, um, for those for that for that classification, were clear and led to a, a positive effect. And one of the things that's also been fascinating is the fact well, in Massachusetts alone, right there, when you have that product with the ritual style pre rolls. But the other thing too is the expansion. You've already had another market. So most recently, you've already had retail and production operations in Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. And in May, April, you also opened the Ohio medical cannabis market. Right. So the growth now. You're definitely going to that direction of being a multi-state coast-to-coast MSO. That sounds like the direction. Where do things where do things plan out in terms of being parallel with the timing of when federal legalization might come into play and then open the door for everything? Well, I think that this is one of the things where we're obviously every cannabis company is paying attention. We pay attention, but we don't care, you know, because we know we have to still operate our businesses uh, absent of what's happening on, on the federal government side. I think that's one of the reasons why the relationship with Thomas Jefferson University is so important to us, because we look at cannabis as you, you have the, you know, Massachusetts, which is a true, a true adult market. Um, and then you have the other three markets that we're in, which are essentially medical markets. Um, but we feel as though the relationship that we have with Thomas Jefferson allows us to play with both markets in a way that's uniquely sets us up for success, regardless of what happens on the federal side. I think we'll be ready. I think we'll be ready with a line of whole wellness products that have been certified by research, doctor-led research that says that this cannabis will deliver this ailment relief in this category for you as a customer. And that's the work that's happening in the background, regardless of whether or not the FDA, the you know decriminalization, um, moving it from schedule one to schedule three or two. Um, we're not worried about that at this time. We're really worried about unlocking the core benefits of of cannabis so that whether you're in a medical market or adult use market, you're finding something that is going to deliver um, relief for you and depending on whatever ailments you're dealing with. I'd love to know what people think when you've had the reports out here and the fact that specifically in Thomas Jefferson, the Thomas Jefferson University clinical trials, you're working on opioid use and trying to go ahead and curb that uh, participants diagnosed with chronic pain, taking opioids and introducing medical marijuana products into their treatment plan, double blinded. And so far there was a lot was already said in terms of where you've gone with this. And I'm looking at something from last year and Dr. Worcester made the point that there's potential in cannabis being safer, tolerable, lessening the reliance and impact of opioids. And there's minimal quantifiable science to feel comfortable to make solid recommendations to patients. So this is where you are. Now we're about a year ago since that study. Is there anything you can tell me right now in terms of, the progress has been made so far. Any well, findings? I, 
Well, I think that the progress, there's still work being done there. And, and Dr. Burke is working, you know, very closely with our uh, partners at Thomas Jefferson University to see if they can amplify some of those effects. But some of the work has been has been kind of born from that. I think that that's what um, we're looking at now. So we're actually just launching, um, probably this week, we're launching an insomnia study. And that also, from some of the data that we learned in terms of the, the study that happened last year, that insomnia is another area where we can provide relief for consumers. So we're actually looking at that as being another area for us to, to kind of mine and understand, can the combinations between CBN, CBD, and THC, and what's the right formula that's going to become a sleep aid um, so people can give up the ambient. Um, people can give up the other, you know, the Tylenol PMs of the world and have something that's more natural, more safe for them to use if they're struggling to sleep at night. So, you know, while I don't have the latest updates on the okay. on the opioid study, I will say that that study has become almost like a feeding ground for other things that we're learning, um, which the insomnia study is probably, you know, offset of that, which is one that we know that, you know, in short amount of time we can solve versus the, uh, you know, the opioid study, which is going to take a lot more work on Dr. Brooks' part with her colleagues at, Dolph at Thomas Jefferson University to solve. It is an area that we are keenly aware of that we need to find a solution for opioid use in the United States. And I do believe cannabis can be that solution. It doesn't have the same addictive qualities. It provides the relief. We know that we're able to provide pain relief with cannabis that and that pain study is going into another phase um at the at part of in, halfway through next year um and we'll be starting to trial um new a new round of products at late in 2023 so the work is happening um i think that what we what we do know is that um we're staying focused on making sure that whenever we look at our cannabis portfolio that we're looking at products that are beyond just what you think of from an adult use standpoint, but how they can become, um, a, you know, a, a wholesome wellness additive in someone's routine and lifestyle. I want to ask, and this is normally kind of an inside baseball question for myself. Mm -hmm. So when cannabis radio, we, we, of course, are sponsor supported. We like to go ahead and reach out to companies and you know, we also did this, you know, in, and we have a sister network that's called WMR.FM. We don't make a big deal about it, but we have another network that's been around since 2004. And one of the things we always noticed was when we were working with people in marketing for various companies, we never necessarily had a PR arm that was always kind of the, the, the middle person, yeah. somewhat embedded into the chain of who to talk to if we talk, talk to a CEO or some CVO executive about sponsorship. My question is, because the PR space, and of course, we met because of a PR company, just not just for this interview, but for the interview with Dr. Brooke and Teddy. My thing is, in the last five, six years, the PR companies that have come into the space to service and to complement what you're doing in marketing. I want to know what you feel like, just your own personal take on, you know, where you see all these other companies that are doing it. I mean, it's, it's as if every company... Of course, you have your marketing department, but you must have PR. It's not something that's done internally. It's always going to be outsourced. What do you think about just that whole process for you working hand in hand and how that controls where things go in terms of pushing out PR, advertising, spending, you know, putting out a budget? Talk to me about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I so I come from, uh, in my world, I come from having embedded PR. So I worked in alcohol, Heineken Diageo, worked in sports. Um, cannabis is actually the first time that PR is not embedded within the organization. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I think that's a temporary thing. I think it's because... The industry is, you know, is still so nascent. There's so many challenges. Um, you know, the regulations alone make you afraid of even earned media. Um, but I think it should be a core part of any marketer's strategy to ensure that they have PR linked to everything that we do. So I actually have two PR agencies that are contracted to work with Ethos. Um, where you know we have the one that was been with with us since I before I got here, and I brought in an additional partner just to kind of get us more um, more uh, scope. Um, and get wider support because I think earned media is truly important. I think it's it's something that you can't budget enough towards taking care of earned media because earned media is technically free. But if you're not creating stories and content that can be picked up naturally because the wave that's happening with cannabis merits that. It needs there to be kind of organic content coming from the MSOs and the single state operators to really start breaking down the barriers around cannabis. So I believe a good portion of your budget, at least 15 to 20, 15% should look at how does um, earned media amplify your messaging strategy across the board. So to me, it's an integral part 
Um, and I make sure that um, PR is part of every campaign that we do. We try to find the angle. If we have things going on on the cultivation side that are unique and different, um, we're going to bring that to bear. Um, we are going to be playing a big story soon about some of the work coming um, from Dr. Brooke. Um, open to you know use that and and develop some earned media from there. Um, so to me, it's a core strategy. I don't think enough cannabis companies are ready to take on the body count in terms of headcount for PR in their in their organizations because it is such a margin tight. As much as it looks like it's glorious from the outside, you know. With now, the, with, I, I want to point out one thing when you said about internalization, eventually. Yeah, and I think it's because of the fact of what advertising or marketing options are out there given the limitations we have, because one the, once the SEC is backed off, you can do TV and radio ads. You can do right. billboards easily. Right. And if social media opens up because of legalization, is that the point where you think that PR might take a step aside? No, I think you think PR gets closer in because okay. here's the thing. You know, when you start widening your scope of connections with the consumer, your, your, your connection scope, you know, you're going to need more PR to kind of manage those relationships, and those conversations. Mm -hmm. So right now I can't pay for social media ads you know, on Facebook or Instagram. I can't pay for Google ads. You know, the, the campaign I mean, on the radio. You, know, you did. You might have the limitations. You might get banned or you might have something yeah. that will just take it down. Exactly. And then exactly. And can't run in television and can't run on radio. Right now we can run in podcasts, but that's also very limited. Um, it depends on if they, you know, it's very subjective to who's hosting the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. And so you can get into endemic stuff, but can you get beyond endemic? That's some of the challenges. So PR gets to play a part and it's truly important. But I believe once those walls come down, and you're looking at, you know, sponsoring the the the, the Boston Celtics, um, you know, and becoming, you know, a true partner in the space yeah. like alcohol. PR is actually going to become important because I worked for Heineken um, and Diage for three years. We always had a PR department. Um, I worked at ESPN, right. had a very large PR department, um, Walt Disney. Um, so all of these brands have, and when, even when I was at Smile Direct Club, a startup had about five people in the PR department. Um, cannabis is the only place where I find that PR does not have a consistent home on the payroll. Um, and I do think that that's going to change once the media avenues start to open because you're going to need more um, eyes on the ball, to be honest, to ensure that the messaging strategy is continuing to remain positive. Crisis management is always important. We're constantly dealing with, you know, bad comments on social media, folks having issues with with cannabis overall and just feeling like they don't want it in their town and, you know, not having um, an in-house PR team, I think hampers uh, a lot of the MSOs from being effective, especially when it comes to ground level, you know, on the ground management within these cities and towns to make sure that they um, aren't, are, that you're working with them versus them working against you. It's, you know, you bring up, you, you've already, you've kind of made a point about a little bit of the background, the resume, and I'm just looking back at your LinkedIn, the fact you worked at ESPN and you were there for almost a decade, plus mm -hmm. Diageo, plus mm -hmm. <laughs> Heineken when it mm -hmm. comes to, especially when it comes to Red Stripe and just looking and Hasbro, I mean, just so many, so much there. One of the things I always, we hear about is one of our programs called Plant Profits. We always talk about the people that are just the influx of talent that's coming in. Then they do executive talent recruitment, uh, Protus Global. And I'll tell you, they come in and there's like, it's one of those things where, the background that you come from and your entry into cannabis, I know they would ask this question. What is it that is it so enticing from your background that says I should be in the cannabis industry after so many years in the very corporate, very 
large yeah. Fortune 500 levels of major brands and then coming into this space. Because there's nothing more challenging than cannabis. I've never mm-hmm. seen. And I think it's also because it's such, you know, there's some people, so we joke when we call it the green rush. You remember the gold rush, right? Yeah. And then you remember the liquid rush when everybody, when when alcohol and prohibition, right now, when prohibition ended, um, you know, when back then in the 20s, alcohol was the demon that cannabis is now, right? And now everybody has a glass of wine and a and a scotch you know, in the evening. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I do think that the reason why I, um, came into this industry because I was fascinated by um, how does this industry, it's been now, what is it? In Massachusetts, cannabis is now um, the largest crop in Massachusetts, larger than cranberries, which is powered by ocean spray, right? And you imagine how much ocean <laughs> spray right. is leaving this this state globally <laughs> to support oh, yeah. that brand. And you see cannabis now being you know larger than that. Um, I think that the power of cannabis has actually been untapped. And um, when you work for these big companies, you can do a lot. You can affect change. You can be a leader. You can be, you know, get a seat at the table. But you really get a seat at the table when you're in a cannabis cannabis company. You are at the forefront of every decision, um, every move. You understand how the regulations change. You're constantly meeting meeting with state officials on, you know, because I do a lot of, I'm a very aggressive advertiser, a marketer. So I do a lot of aggressive marketing to kind of really promote cannabis. So I get, you know, I get the calls from compliance about CCC and you Mm -hmm. name it. Um, But I think I couldn't, you know, I couldn't wish for anything else because it's so new and and such amazing frontier that if I can be, have a hand and turning this around and making this become, you know, the next you know, like wine. I look at wine as one of those categories that came from nowhere in the United States. Again, Europe is a whole different story. They saw wine as juice. But here, wine was almost this like, you know, you had to have, you know, socioeconomic, you know, um, parameters yeah. to be a wine drinker. You need to, you know, you, you need to understand wine before you could walk mm-hmm. into the table and order a bottle. Now everyone is a connoisseur of wine. And I think cannabis can do that too. Oh, and I, what have I been seeing on TikTok now? There's somebody that's been kind of showing a wine that tastes like, oh, what was it taste like? And it was just like, it was like, you can't just can't tell alcohol on It's like, if you drink, if you just drink a glass, you're going to drink the bottle. You're just, just <laughs> I forget what it is now, but I just saw some particular brand. But the other thing too, and I'll, I'm going to wrap it with this. Let's go to the website real quick. EthosCannabis.com, E-T-H-O-S, Cannabis.com. Premium flower, and also you have the line of Move, M-U-V, uh, vapes and cartridges. But I think because of your background, I'm not surprised. You're over there in Massachusetts, and you're talking to Teddy and the crew there. Because of your background in consumer packaged goods and consumables, I'm so, I wouldn't be surprised if beverages come down the line for Ethos to make that happen. <laughs> I, you see, I'm just saying I uh, can see it. I can't tell you anything about that. <laughs> Uh, I, I think you, I, you might have had discussions. I'll just leave it at that. I, I, I would will think- just say you'll see more brands coming from Ethos. <laughs> um, you know, our leadership team, David Clapper, Ryan Riggs, um, Alex Chapman are very um, mm-hmm. three powerhouse gentlemen who are looking at the future of high, of, of cannabis. Right. And we have brands that are coming. So Headliners is the first. Um, we're re- revitalizing um, natural selections, which you'll start seeing more of. Uh, it's a powerful brand from a social equity standpoint, social right. inc- social currency standpoint. When you go on Reddit, people love it, but we haven't supported right natural selections in a way, a wholesome way from a marketing standpoint. And we have more coming down the line for 2023 and you never know beverages may pop up somewhere. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you be I ready for it. 
Obviously, you'll be ready for it if you do. I, exactly. It's if we won't say anything that's other than that, we're just going to say if, if you already happens, have the, you're more than qualified to go ahead and take that department once the reins are in yes. your hand. So, uh, Blandine Jean, Jean Paul, thank you again, Vice President of Marketing for Ethos Cannabis, and that's E T H O S Cannabis.com. Thanks for being on with us. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You have a great day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.